Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Final News Roundup and Information Overload. All right, News Roundup and Information Overload, hour 800 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. A uh, lot of fallout, a lot of anger, conservatives, as it relates to the budget compromise deal. Uh, I suspect that this is going to happen in my hour tonight on Hannity, 9 Eastern, on the, on the Fox News channel. Uh, now that I've had a chance to read the 99 pages and and really do a deeper dive into this, as I said in the last hour uh, or earlier in the program today, you know, I think McCarthy had a much stronger hand than the White House. They had the high ground because, remember, Biden said from day one he wouldn't negotiate. They also passed the debt ceiling increase. It was not onerous. It was not, you know, overly dramatic. It was returned to 2022 spending levels, reduced the baseline budgeting increases to 1% a year, open up some, some energy production, domestic energy production in the country. And it scored out at the Congressional Budget Office at, at $4.8 trillion in savings over 10 years. Um, so, you know, what mistakes? I, I think they didn't, re- he didn't recognize that he had as, as strong a hand as he had. Um, if you're going to compromise on the 4.8 trillion, why can't you make it 4 trillion? Uh, if you really are worried about a default, which, you know, I, I've made this argument before. I don't believe there is a drop dead default date at all. I think it's, it's smoke and mirrors and it's, it's typical swamp. Washington politics to scare the hell out of everybody. Uh, however, Wall Street could have reacted negatively. That's that's just a fact. 
Uh, why give in on the issue of funding the IRS agents? I don't know why. Why make it a two-year deal, not a one-year deal? And I think the biggest mistake was not communicating with his own caucus throughout the process because it caught everybody by surprise, and and it just didn't make sense. Now, Rand Paul uh, in the Senate is demanding that he'll not vote on a debt limit deal uh, at all, and he's proposing Congress instead increase the debt ceiling by $500 billion, return to the negotiating table in a few months, and work out additional spending reforms. I like this idea. Senator Rand Paul is with us. How are you, sir? Good, Sean. Not only do we limit the increases in spending, we put actual caps on spending that would balance the budget within five years, because traditionally Republicans have been for a constitutional amendment to balance the budget, and it's over a five-year period. So my spending caps from the penny plan would actually balance in five years. We allow the debt ceiling to go up $500 billion, which unfortunately lasts about three or four months at the rate they spend it, but then they'd come out back and have to negotiate again. On your point about McCarthy having a stronger hand, well, you know what? If Senate leadership, Republican leadership, would have weighed in, all they had to do is say, we have 41 votes over here that will not vote unless we get significant reform. Well, didn't we? Wait a minute. We had 43, we have 43 Republican senators sign on to supporting the, the House bill. Look, I, th- I think the House bill, the original bill was a good bill. It wasn't the best bill. Like you, I've been a big supporter of the penny plan for a long time, although... I got to imagine now that that plan needs to be the nickel plan or the dime plan or the quarter plan. But putting that aside, I thought it was a, overall a good, responsible bill. And I think if they would have held their ground that, you know, Joe Biden had said he wouldn't negotiate and disappeared for 97 days, that would have been Biden's default, not the Republicans' fault. But realize also if Senate Republican leadership would have weighed in, they basically abdicated and said, oh, this is a deal between McCarthy and Biden. If the Senate Republican leadership would have said, well, we have 41 votes against any crappy bill, it's going to have to be better. Senate Republicans could have made this better but chose not to. But let's be very clear for your conservative audience. There's nothing conservative about the deal they struck. The deal doesn't cut any spending. It allows unlimited borrowing for two years. Experts estimate that it'll be over $4 trillion borrowed over the next two years. And we did not strike a good bargain. This is a terrible bargain. I will oppose it. All the good conservatives in the House and in the Senate will oppose this. And we'll uh, introduce as an alternative my five-penny plan budget caps, which balance in five years, and we'll see how many conservatives actually will vote that way. But unfortunately, the the deal's done. You know, half the Republicans in the House are going to vote for this, a little more than half. All the Democrats will vote for it in the Senate and the House, and they'll pass this the way they always do. The big government types in both parties will get what they want. You know, and that sadly is what it became. It became a swamp bill. You know, and I, I wanted to be very I wanted to make sure we had the the final draft and I, I, there was uncertainty about the Sunday night release on that draft. And and while we read it, I just, you know, I, I had to get, you know, you had to get some analysis and, and make make phone calls. And I talked to a lot of people on the Hill um, and, you know, why they're trying to sell this as a, a great deal. To me, this is a typical D.C. swamp sewer bill. 
I agree completely, and I don't think there's almost any reform I would accept for unlimited borrowing. So we don't borrow a specific amount of dollars, which we historically would have a specific debt limit increase. Now we're just saying you can spend anything you can spend for the next two years, including all the way through the next election. So we will never again put um, President Biden on the spot. He will never again be put on the spot till there's another election. It also means there'll be no more discussion of any kind of fiscal sanity or fiscal responsibility until after the next election. Congress will just spend money from now till then. Uh, I'm going to play Kevin McCarthy. I'll insert this here um, because he said he's not sure what the Freedom Caucus wanted. The debt deal only focuses on 11 percent of the budget and then saying tough talk on the deficit. His language prior to this this deal was a lot tougher. But the thing that's very interesting here is um, the largest savings in American history. The, the unshackling of finally wasteful Washington spending getting rescinded. Do you realize of all the Congresses in the past, you're going to add up all the money that they rescinded and add them together? This is higher than that. And the idea that we fought so hard to get those work requirements and welfare reform, or the idea that you can make the president, if he wants to add a new regulation, that now he has to offset that. We haven't had that before. So I'm not sure what everybody wanted. We couldn't get everything we wanted. And when we had this debate, you couldn't talk about the whole budget. So in essence, we are only able to focus on about 11% of the budget. And when the, when the Freedom Caucus talks about wants the spending back to 2022, the non-defense is back lower than 2022. Veterans get more money and defense gets more money. So I think this is a place and we cap for the next six years. Are you are you worried about anything coming out of the rule here? You know, we know that Mr. Roy has a problem with it. Mr. Norman, both members of the Rules Committee. Mr. Massey said he met with you, but hasn't announced his vote yet. You're not concerned with the rule in committee or on the floor? Look, this since we took the majority, I wanted to change things in Washington. And Nancy as speaker had broken this place where people couldn't read the bills. There were thousand page bills, trillions of dollars. This is 99 pages, 15 of them of just rescinding the wasteful Washington spending. So everybody has an opportunity to read it. Everybody has an opportunity for their own opinion so they can say their own opinion. That's the idea of Congress. Speaker McCarthy, how many conservatives can you lose on this bill and still pass it? Well, we'll work through it and make sure make that happen. Is there any reason why we wouldn't expect a vote sometime tomorrow night? And clarity, would the debate not start until after 7.15 or would the vote come sometime after 7.15? You talk to Steve, he manages the floor. But the vote will be tomorrow, the debate and vote will be tomorrow. The greatest threat to America is our debt. Our debt is now at 120% of GDP, meaning our debt is larger than our economy. This is higher than at any time in American history. And it's higher at any time in American history when the revenues that are coming into government are higher than any other time. And the problem is getting worse, not better. We are now $31 trillion in debt. That's more than the entire economy of America, 20% more. Think for a moment. That is unsustainable. What is finally the number? Is it $40 trillion in debt? How much before you say, let's stop borrowing from China and not looking at places that we're wasting our money in? I thought he'd hold stronger. I'm, I'm, I'm really was a little bit shocked by it all. Now, will there be a motion to vacate? I don't, it, it's looking less likely that that's going to happen. Or if it happens, I don't think it's going to result in him being removed as speaker. You know, but I hope he learns something from this, that he better communicate with his caucus.
there is one salient point in what he said. He said only 11% of the budget was going to be addressed. That's why this was a lost cause from the very beginning. Republicans in the House, as well as Democrats, all said, well, we're not going to look at mandatory spending. Well, that's two-thirds of the budget is mandatory spending. Oh, and then we're not going to look at military spending. That's half of what remains. So what we're looking at is they were really trying to look for significant spending reform on 10 or 11% of the money. So it was, a, it was a foregone conclusion that they didn't bite off enough of the budget to look at. You have to look at the whole budget. The reason the penny plan budget works, and it's now five pennies, but the reason a 5% cut for five years balances, it's it's a cut of the entire budget. But people have to realize how bad this is and how dramatically out of whack the budget is and also what's going to happen to it. If we do not fix this budget nightmare, we are going to destroy the currency. The country's going to go into a permanent stagnation, and we are in for a world of hurt if we don't do something about this deficit. Well, that I agree with, and this isn't going to be what cuts it. Quick break, more with Senator Rand Paul on the other side. As we continue, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. Your call straight ahead as well. And now, a word. From the 46th president of the United States. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. Sean Hannity is on right now. Is your home ready for summer? Well, you can beat the heat with Blinds.com's Memorial Day sale. Right now, you could save 45% on selected products and big door busters. Now, Blinds.com has everything from Roman and roller shades to shutters, curtains, and so much more. Also, outdoor shades to keep you cool all summer long. And Blinds.com's professional design experts, they are always available to help. Now, they ship samples directly to you. They do it fast. They do it for free. If you need help measuring and help with installation, they've got you covered there as well. Plus, with Blinds.com, you can always get upfront pricing right on the website. You can rest easy knowing that Blinds.com's 100% satisfaction guarantee applies to everybody. Just shop Blinds.com's Memorial Day sale right now and save 45% off on selected products plus big door busters. That's 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We continue with Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky. I understand the arguments. Uh, we had actually a pretty good debate both on radio and TV last night with Congressman Bishop of North Carolina. Good guy. Like him. We obviously like Speaker Gingrich. He was the last speaker to actually balance a budget. Speaker Gingrich's argument is this is a good start and that that was a that between him and Clinton, it was a process. I remember all of those arguments and a lot of them. Uh, you know, were built around the, the, the rate of growth. Like, for example, with, with Medicare. Um, you know, the Democrats were claiming Republicans are going to slash and burn Medicare, which, by the way, is headed towards insolvency, like, uh, Social Security. And, and they would say is seven, you know, reducing the cut to 7% a year is a cut. Increasing spending every year for seven years, 7% is not a cut, Senator. That's exactly right. And there's an argument to be made that a clean raise of the debt ceiling for 30 days would have been better than this. Raising the debt ceiling an unlimited amount for two years takes all pressure to conserve dollars, takes away all pressure. There's no more leverage. There's no more negotiation. The money will be spent like it's going out of style. We're already borrowing $2 million every minute. 
just during this interview, we've you know we're borrowing five, ten million dollars. So it's it's just crazy out of control. This budget deal is an abdication. It is not conservative, and every conservative in the country ought to have their hair on fire and be calling people and emailing their representatives. See, I agree with you, but everyone get the, gets their hair on fire over something that I think you would agree with me. There, We would not default on June 5th, as Janet Yellen said, that's the drop-dead date. And the reason we wouldn't default is because uh, the federal government every day is taking in a fortune in terms of tax revenues. Now, we might not be able to fund every government program to the extent that we want. Uh, I'm thinking that we could sideline people like John Kerry and uh, the EPA for a number of months, and we probably wouldn't notice a difference, except things might get better in the country. But certainly Medicare, Social Security, our, our debt, our military would not be impacted. Yeah, the the idea that we would default is a contrived controversy. It's not real. All right, it looks like we uh, lost the senator. I know he's in the Capitol today, and, and service can be spotty there. Uh, anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. One thing I wanted him to react to was Chucky Schumer's comments on this. Uh, listen to Chucky. I cannot stress enough that we have no margin, no margin for error. Either we proceed quickly and send this bipartisan agreement to the president's desk, or the federal government will default for the first time ever. It is imperative that we avoid a default. The consequences of slipping past the deadline would reverberate across the world and take years to recover from. Remember, a default would almost certainly trigger another recession, send costs soaring, kill millions, millions of jobs, hardworking people thrown out of work through no fault of their own. That, Mr. President, would be a catastrophic nightmare for our economy and millions, millions of American families. Genius that he is, as always. You know, Democrats, they have their own thoughts on the bill. Some hate it, and then others are in love with it. Uh, listen to this montage of Democrats. We're being held hostage because I am one of the people that has read all 100 pages of this bill. And I have been asking questions for three days. And there are things in this bill that I would clearly not support. Will you vote in favor? I'm still undecided because I know we can't default. I'm angry that we're in this position. So I have some serious concerns about the deal, Wolf, and my team and I are still reviewing it. We just received a text last night. But one of the major concerns is on non-defense discretionary spending. Another major problem is the Joe Manchin pipeline that we fought so hard to stop from being built. That is still a part of this bill. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Top of the hour, we'll get to your calls. 800-941-SEAN, our number. want to remind you, though, with crime on the rise, I needed to upgrade my firearm security. So I started just researching. I went on the web, researched gun safes, and I found a game changer. It's called SafeX. It's by Rhino Metals. It's truly revolutionary. You can go to their website. It's Rhino, spelled like the animal, rhinosafe, one word, dot com. And when you're there, check out their side-by-side pride tests. And then you get to judge for yourself. I think you're going to be amazed. Uh, I have the SafeX. So does Linda. We love them. Uh, they have different exteriors. I, I like the old antique industrial ironworks finish. She liked the newer version. I like it. And let me tell you something else. The kids love it. So oh. I got the older boys and I got Liam. They're all around it. And we're learning about gun safety because, you know, we're all avid shooters. It's it's awesome. And you don't give them the combination so they can't get oh, in. Oh, gosh, no. But I do show them how important safety is. And Rhino Meadows, it just looks cool. I got the antique industrial uh, ironworks finish. It looks like it was from the 1800s. It's so cool. Anyway, the gun rack swings out of the safe to give you the best access to your firearms. Now, to get a Rhino Metal safe, they have a huge network of de- dealers all across the country. If you're a dealer and you don't have them, you need to get them as part of your collection. People want them. It's backed by the best warranty support. support. Veteran-owned company, 1995. And if you want the best, check out rhinosafe.com rhino spelled like the animal r-h-i-n-o-s-a-f-e.com rhinosafe.com all right let's hit our busy phones joe is in michigan joe on the sean hannity show hi hi sean how are you i'm good what's going on not too much um enjoyed you since your alan combs days oh man i'm getting a little older hair getting a little whiter is that okay yes it is um I'm calling to you about some of the things that Senator Lindsey Graham and others have said reference the, the military deficiency in this current budget. And I'd like to have a, like a little, little different spin on this in that um, if you want all that money, there has to be some fiscal responsibility. There should be at some point, maybe an amendment to it, if you pass an audit, we'll give you the money. If you don't waste our taxpayer funds on things like DEI and the service academies, we'll give you the money. If you have a top-to-bottom audit of 
the amount of people that we need. Let's picture if, if uh, Larry Fink of BlackRock came in there. You know, would he have this many generals? Would each general have an administrative assistant? Would one administrative assistant work for three generals? Um, change the narrative a little bit here. Um, you know, had we not left $7 billion of our assets in Afghanistan, you know, that, those are, are guns, bullets, bombs that could have been, gone to Ukraine. We wouldn't be trying to restockpile what we got going on here currently. Um, you, you know, you, you just can't keep having a blank check and having your hand out and then whine when you don't get what you want. Um, I respect Senator Graham. I believe in peace through strength. Um, I'm 27 years retired law enforcement. You know, they used to say, like, we were the sheepdogs, okay? So we look lazy and we just walk the rock grounds and you eat and you lay down and, and you drink your water until the wolf's at the door and getting after the flock. And so we need a strong military. But we need a strong military with fiscal responsibility. And I think... I agree with that. Uh, we ought not have... I don't know what uh, tr- what do we have trans uh, recruiters now and you know our military's gone woke uh, that's not what the military needs to do our military needs to build the baddest meanest toughest you know kick ass mil- uh, military uh, on the face of this earth prepared to win wars against countries that hate us that are armed to the hilt and America, I, I find, is is falling behind very, very quickly because I can promise you Russia's army and China's army and the Iranian mullah's uh, Iranian uh, revolutionary guard, uh, they're not going woke. They're going for the kill. And we have, you know, lost our sense of, of what the proper role function and and what we should be prioritizing as it relates to the military. I agree, Sean. I mean, one hundred percent. Peace through uh, peace through strength is what I'm. What, where we should be. If I could just say one more thing, I own a company now, and over the last ten years, I track my fuel. So I can go all the way back, and let's just say uh, four years ago it was seventy nine hundred dollars. The next year it was eighty four hundred dollars. The year after that it was eighty five hundred dollars. Last year, where Biden says there's no new taxes on the middle class, I'm as middle class as you get. I got five kids in college struggling out here grinding every day to get through it my fuel bill last year was thirteen thousand five hundred dollars for my company five thousand dollar increase in one year you think each one of those kids wouldn't want a thousand dollars extra towards their education that they're paying for that was a direct tax on me due to his other policies that are deficient so you know somehow somewhere this has to stop it just can't keep going down where we're paying access for all these wasteful um top top people millie and and Austin and the rest of them, and then yet then I'm getting killed here on these um, non-tax taxes. Um, there's got to be a change. You've got to start listening. People have to just wake up and see what's going on. And um, guys like uh, you know Larry Fink from BlackRock can't be putting out stuff like if if, if these corporations do not uh, fall in line, then their compensation, the CEO's compensation, is going to be deficient. You know because that's where that's coming from. He said straight up in an interview the other day. I can only imagine if Larry Fink from BlackRock went in and took over our military, how, how that would get put right in line, because they're, it's bottom line dollars. You're either... You know, many years ago, there was the Grace Commission. There was some of the best, brightest minds in the business world, and it was when Reagan was president. And they did a landmark study, how to run government more like you run a business. Um, so they pay all this money, they do the study, they get the top people to devote all this time and t- attention 
the best and brightest entrepreneurs in America at the time. And they came up with a list of recommendations. How many, how many of those recommendations, if you had to guess, and there were a lot of them, do you think government adopted? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two if I had to. No, you're wrong. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Not one. No, because it doesn't meet their agenda. You know, I mean, each, each, I'm sure each congressman and each senator that's either for or against this is looking at their donors and looking at, but they need to be looking at what's right for us, for the American people. And right now, things are not going great for the American people. If you're out here in the real world, if you're not in a government job, if you're not in a, in a CEO job where everything's taken care of, I mean, people that are out here, I've got five kids in college, as I said, their job outlook right now is not looking good with, you know, the tech companies laying off, the auto companies that are moving around and, and all these other things that are happening. I can't even imagine how they could afford to buy a house. So, you know, listen, it's tough. Um, and you know what? As a parent, but the thing I struggle with the most is I'm not going to help my kids. I want them to struggle. I want my kids to struggle. Now, do I have the ability if I wanted to financially to step up and help them? Yep. Am I going to do it? Nope. Not doing it. You know, they've, they've got to find their God-given talent and their way in life. And, you know, at the, if, I mean, if, if they need help it's on certain things, of course they're going to be there. I'm their dad. Uh, in terms of, of, you know, giving them, uh, too much. No, it'll ruin their, their own ambition and initiative. I don't want to destroy it. Anyway, good call. But Joe, appreciate it, buddy. 800 Sharon, Texas. Next, Sean Hannity Show. Hi. Hi, Sean. Um, I want to comment on Kevin McCarthy. I think he's a total squish, and a, and a, he's like Paul Ryan. I think he went into this deal knowing that he had no – he should have gone into the deal if he wanted – if he was serious about the deal, he should have gone in with a higher level of expectations and, and boundaries on what he was able or asking for so that he had some margins and room to give up a few things. He went in with a bare minimum, and, and then when he had to give up something, so he says, he had to give up something. No, he didn't. He should have held firm, and he should have also had some marks on that on the deal that he took in with him, which represented the what they had agreed on from our house. He should have had some marks on what he was not going to fudge on, and he did not. And either he's a very poor negotiator or he's just out for his own agenda, which is one of our problems. We get these politicians elected up there to D.C., and they're not working. They get up there, and they don't work for the interests of American people, our citizens. They work to pump up their own little war chest and their own little nest, just like Joe Biden has done, just like Mitch McConnell has done. They're all up there, and they, they want to get into the establishment, the country club, D.C. country club, and, and work for their position and maneuver for their position. And we have that same thing going down here in the Texas House, too. We've got a House speaker who's trying to take over and, and maneuver for his own position and collect money. For- well, let me, let me echo your sentiment in this way, is that uh, uh, to me they had the stronger hand and to me, it was going to always come down to a game of chicken. And to me, uh, I would never have given in on funding of the IRS. I never would have given them a two-year deal instead of a one-year deal. Um, and I, if you were going to compromise, back off some, I would have been directly communicating with my, my small majority caucus 
and informing them the whole way. The, the biggest surprise to me behind the scenes is discovering that he wasn't communicating what was on the table to his members. And hence, you know, that's why you had the reaction that you had yesterday. And, and had he gotten input from a lot of them, I think it would have been a very different result. You're right. He went in. He did not act like a team player. He went in like he was a sole arbiter, and he gave up stuff he should not have given up. And I think he's just looking out for his own position up there in the D.C. Country Club. And I think well, I don't think he's looking out for his own position. I mean, he opened himself up, as far as I'm concerned, to a motion to vacate. Um, I would say up to now, uh, you know, I, I told you I would call Kevin out when I thought he did the right thing and when he did the wrong thing. And in this negotiation, it just was a bad deal. They had a much stronger hand. They should have played it stronger. They should have defunded the IRS. They should have stuck with a one-year deal. Uh, and if they were going to give some of the spending savings back, it could have been, okay, instead of $4.8 trillion, maybe it's $4 trillion. You know, not, you know, around $2 trillion, which it ends up being. Uh, to me, that's not a, a net win. And... Um, you know, and even the work requirements are really not strong work requirements for, for people that get public assistance. Uh, with that said, you know, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, I think the vote takes place in my hour tonight on Hannity, 9 Eastern, so we'll cover it live. And my guess is this bill's going to pass and it'll be history. But I think for the future, um, I don't think there's much patience among the rank and file conservatives in the House, uh, to go through this again. I really don't. Uh, anyway, we have time for another call here. Uh, let's say hi to Dan in Illinois. Dan, how are you? Glad you called. Hi, Sean. How are you doing today? I'm good, my friend. What's up? Good. Um, one thing that concerns me more than anything else in this nation is the weaponization of the FBI, the DOJ, the IRS, and even the mainstream media. Because no matter what our debt is, no matter what our wokeness is or unwokeness is, no matter what happens, we will never be a unconditionally free country as a citizen here again if, that, if those entities don't get stopped. And it's only going to get worse. So this is why this, like, this next presidential election, hopefully with the work of God, we will have another Republican in office. Trump is my guy because he knows more than anything what the weaponization could do to him, that he could put the brakes on it finally. But we could have a great debt, no debt at all. We could, we could be woke, unwoke, and it won't be nothing if we live with conditions of, of our freedom. And that's, I'm 62. Uh, my youngest is 20. I'm worried about my generation, my youngest generations, and my family, and everybody else is growing up into this country and not losing it to... The, the, the evil that they're trying to get into. Listen, I, I, I chronicled a lot. I don't care who the Republican nominee is in this sense. Whoever it is is going to be viciously attacked, smeared, slandered, besmirched, character assassination at the highest level. That's the only thing the Democrats know. That's what they're good at. That's what they'll do. That's how they think they can win elections. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN, our number you want to be a part of the program. You've heard, uh, I don't know if you've heard about this story. A woman in Atlanta was a victim of home title theft, which is now a growing crime. You have uh, cyber criminals all around the country targeting American homeowners. So she comes home one day, and they're in the middle of tearing her home down. 
She arrived home. She finds a bulldozer in her front yard. They're tearing down her home. The company tearing it down had bought it from a criminal who stole her title and sold it to them without her knowledge. This really happened. You can Google the story. Uh, it's out of Atlanta. Now, look, our friends at Home Title Lock, they've showed us how simple and easy it is. They can steal your home title and your home in, in less than six minutes. They also showed us how to protect it. That's with uh, HomeTitleLock.com protection. And that means more than just monitoring. If you're a victim of fraud, they work to make sure that your title is going to be restored uh, to your good name. You need the protection. This is now a growing real threat. And by the way, right now, uh, the first 30 days of protection are free if you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, and they'll give you a free title scam uh, to see if your home is still in your name or if you're a victim. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean, S-E-A-N, HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. in Afghanistan. And he checked his watch when the bodies came home. Is this really the America we want? This is important here. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. I understand people get upset about walking through a debt ceiling, but this is a House, a Senate, and a presidency. I think when you read the Wall Street Journal, you read the New York Post, you sit back and listen to a lot of economists, they'll say, this is the strongest debt ceiling we ever had. And if I compare it to when Republicans were in the majority, when they had the House, the Senate, and the presidency, they didn't cut anything. They just added more money. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, reminder, programming note, this radio show from Iowa tomorrow, the first of what will be hopefully... Uh, many presidential town halls uh, around the country, and it all starts in Iowa, so we start in Iowa. And uh, our first town hall with President Donald J. Trump, uh, that's tomorrow night on Hannity, but uh, we'll do the radio show from Iowa before we do the Trump interview, obviously, or the Trump town hall. Tickets are free, Hannity.com. If you'd like to be a part of the uh, audience uh, for ticket availability, just go to Hannity.com. Tickets are free. Um, so look forward to being back in Iowa tomorrow. I wish the Iowa Fair was going on. It's one of the coolest events you could ever go to. It's very cool. Anyway, Lindsey Graham on tonight. Now, Lindsey's been threatened for assassination by Vladimir Putin. This is getting interesting. James Comer on his phone call earlier today with Charles Grassley and Director Ray. Uh, Laura Trump and Charlie Arnold will be on tonight. Dega McDowell, Kellyanne Conway, uh, Steve Miller, and Mary Catherine Hamm. Uh, an audience show tonight, 9 Eastern. Again, tickets for tomorrow's uh, town hall with Trump. And tickets for tonight, Hannity.com. Always tickets are free. Uh, we'll see you tonight. We're from Iowa tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 